Hello, and welcome to episode zero of Worlds Apart. My name is Grant Howard, and this is Christopher Taylor. Say hello, Chris. Hello. We are your hearty dice friends, which is probably why you know us, and probably why you're listening to this episode. But we are interested in expanding our podcast regime to take over every part of the internet. And this is the first experiment in that, I'm going to say campaign, crusade? Which do you prefer? Crusade. Makes crusade. Haughtier. Mm, in this haughty crusade. In this haughty dice crusade. <laughs> <laughs> that works. It does. So Worlds Apart is the name of the show, and we are interested in doing world building. We're interested in doing listenable, fun world building that maybe you could set games in, if you're interested in as well. And the reason why we thought this might be interesting, we wanted to... We, we wrote Unbound, a game where you build worlds uh, during Session Zero and then explore them during the subsequent sessions. And we really like Session Zero and thought maybe we could just record that. But we, we're not going to use Unbound, because the fun part of Unbound is is making up your own world. Isn't that right, Chris? It is. That's the whole point of it. Mm. And doing an existing world in Unbound rather makes it rather defeats the point. So we're going to use existing games. Things like Dungeons & Dragons, World of Darkness. But then also I'm interested in doing things like, can we, can we make a new setting for Dark Heresy? Can we make a new setting for Monsters and Other Childish Things? That sort of thing. We take a core game, which hopefully you'll know, and if you don't know, it shouldn't be too hard to find out about, and then we reimagine the component parts of that setting into something new and exciting. Now, also, seeing as um, we want to try and keep this brief, we're going to try and keep the episode under half an hour, and also, if if we use D&D which we might end up doing quite often because it's quite a flexible system for this sort of thing. We are going to limit the number of classes that you can be because I think that's fun. <laughs> and also you don't like specific classes. I just I just think monks should fuck off. They really should. I'm never like, yay, a monk! That's never a great... It's like no one ever, like They're either shit or appropriative or both. Yeah, problematic. Like... I wouldn't mind if they were monks, like the guys with the like the tonsures and the robes and the writing things down. Friars. Yeah, friars. What what are you into? Mainly writing, some brewing. Yeah. You know, revering. I do a lot of revering. I got taught by friars. Yeah, I, I did taught, not know that. I got taught by Augustinian friars in a school for posh children in Carlisle. That's amazing. Though when when we walked anywhere, we had to take off our jackets because we got beaten up. By, by, <laughs> by the kids from other schools. <laughs> and like, fair. Yeah. That's okay. I appreciate what you're going for. I know, I know it wasn't anything personal. It was merely the expression of intergenerational class warfare. And that's fine, really. I'm on your side now, Gareth. <laughs> you bastard. <clears throat> you bastard. You're right. So without further ado, because that's quite a lot of ado, let's do some world building. Make it we're, doing, we're doing Dungeons and Dragons first, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll go with the, we'll go with the old classics. We'll go with your standard fifth edition. Now, we, f- for this one, the uh, the random seed element we're going to use is something we we know very well: the unbound uh, touchstones bit, where we have fifty two words designed to build, as it turns out, science fantasy. And we will we we will draw we will draw two of these random words each and see what we come up with. And if it doesn't really sing to us, then we'll try again and probably cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> you feeling lucky, punk? Always. Alright. Draw Am two. I going to need some cards? You are. Let me Basically, I want you to back two of the results, so it's not just me arguing for all of them. 
Okay, hang on. Okay, my first is the Queen of Diamonds. Queen of Diamonds is Nanotech. Hmm. Okay, let's let's see where we go. We can have wizardy nanotech. Yep. My first is Ten of Hearts, which is Exoskeletons. Chris, we're back in the game. Two of Hearts. Vehicles. And my last one is Six of Diamonds, which is uh, music. All right. No, no. This is this is this is easy. All right. What you got? All right. So, nano machines in mm. fantasy. Right. Numenor. Doesn't doesn't no, but it doesn't automatically translate. Right. Okay. However, the closest thing you can get to that is insects. Right. Very small insects. Very small insects. Okay. Some sort of swarm, but mm-hmm. that's that'll also let you get exoskeletons because chitin. Oh, I see. Like, um, like what? What are they called? The chul. Chul. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Too many use. Right. Yeah. Okay. So listen, I'm getting nanotech exoskeletons and vehicles that I can that I can sort of plug into. Where does music come into in all this? Uh, that is how they communicate. Oh, that's creepy as fuck. I love it. So okay. They, so, 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 so the hive sings to itself. So we're going for. I'm getting the feeling of post-apocalyptic fantasy. Yep. Maybe not quite, but maybe just like apocalyptic fantasy in that there was this magical kingdom with your floating trees, no, floating castles, singing trees, um, elves, dwarves, gnomes, the whole malarkey. Living together in harmony. And basically the Tyranids arrive. Yeah. Fucking world-eating aliens who are coming to disrupt everything. And you play the heroes... Well, I say heroes, the people who are trying to cling on to these to these non aberrations who are coming in, um, and they have they are made up of like like they did that they are the swarm, yeah, and so they form constructs like they they form up out of these smaller insects like they have one single building block, and then this hive mind projects itself out into a shape which is say the queen, yeah, okay, that's fun. But then you can also have players using dead husks as armor. I figure every character you play, like the only way you can fight these motherfuckers is if you get inside one of the husks, and like yeah. you become a character, like you, you get a character level when you get inside one of these exosuits. Yeah, interestingly, this setting works well <clears throat> with bards. Go on. oh, because because of singing. Because of singing. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah. So so um. You've got these these husks, and then when the hive mind, uh, when the hive mind is say disrupted or gives up on it, it just goes inert. Yeah, and then it's possible to through singing to it and through bonding with it, like with with your own energy, pilot it. Yes. Um. So they sing to each other, and it's this really like thin reedy. Yeah, but like, like high pitch by bi- high pitch binary. Yes, yes, like like um, weird amounts of information being blasted across in binary. Yeah, um, and bards can speak that language. So, oh, that's kind of cool because these guys are invading. All of their technology is based on these sort of biotechnology insects that are blending together, and all of their magic is just singing to the insects. Yeah, that's kind of neat. I like that. Okay, now vehicles. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Mm, no. Um, no. I've got it. Okay. Okay. Who builds vehicles? Dwarves. 
Yes, they do. Where do dwarves live? Strongholds. Shut up. Strongholds. Okay. What if we combined these? So you have strongholds. You have giant rolling plains cities. Like um, the the only way which you can support a city now is to is, is to stay on the move. That's good. And these things can like I like I like to imagine that like for most of the like for most of the alien creatures like the majority of them are like really slow, almost like a lichen. Okay. Not like a lycanthrope, but like a you know a, a moss or something. Yeah. And these are all like locusts, and so these insects come in and they just slowly take over things and eat edible organic matter. Like that awful banana fungus stuff. I don't know, but yes. <laughs> um, and so they, by staying on the move, you can stay one step ahead of the swarm. Yeah. And so you've got, and also like it, it fucking looks dwarven. It looks like a dwarven hole that someone stuck these massive paddle steamer wheels on. I like that. Just proper choose up the countryside as it goes over. Yeah, like the capital Imperialis from 40k. Yeah. So you've got that, and the dwarves are there. And so what what your what your squad will be in charge of, I guess, is getting resources, striking back against the aliens, um, and also to... se- securing um, husks. Securing husks. I like the idea that they have um, that this this song, right? It's never silent anymore. If yeah. it's if it's silent, then you disrupted the communications. But if you're anywhere where these things have power, they're either, they've either got this like this almost like just below the range of hearing or just above the range of hearing um, song that the that the, the tiny locusts have to each other. But they they build these giant fleshy um, like wands, like like whipping floating things, uh, towers, basically communication towers, which go up in the air. Right. Okay. Yeah. I follow you now. Yeah. And they vibrate and give out orders to the other things. And so you'd be there trying to smash apart these guys. Like a 60-foot harp string. Yes, basically. Now, there's one problem Mm -hmm. with this. I I wouldn't look forward to fighting these guys because they don't... They can't feel things, you know? I can't reason with them. I can't bargain with them. No, that is an issue because they are hive-mindy. So we'd need other antagonists. Kind of have it like a zombie film, right? Well, I mean, in, in that the, case, you've got pirates. You've got pirates. You've got um, which race are the pirates? Gnomes, because they've got to build something that can keep up with the dwarven um, steam arcology. Yeah, and dwarven is slow and well made, and gnome mm. is fast and reckless. I kind of want to say goblins because they'd fit in anywhere. Yeah, you can't. Well, I mean, they're kind of squishy. Maybe um, gnomes and goblins. Maybe they're working together. Oh, they teamed up. The gnomes build dangerously unstable devices and, and convince the goblins to get in. Yep. <laughs> so you've got like oh, it's kind of comedy though. This doesn't feel like a comedy game. No, it doesn't. Um, okay. Just drop the goblins. Um, let's 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 veer away from the idea of um, mechanical uh, raiders coming in. We well, have then... um, a, like like orc horsemen. Yeah, and and treants and things of the, of nature. Yes, griffin riders. Dragons. Yeah. It's like the dragons are getting eaten too, and so they want to get all the stuff that's inside your city. And so one mission is a dragon's here. Fuck. Yeah, but also like if you're looking at treants and stuff, your your city is tearing up the countryside. Mm, that's true. Yeah, that's kind like, of interesting. You're you're destroying dryad groves and all sorts of stuff. Like the easiest way to get water is to drive directly through this this forest to the lake which you will then drain and it's, yeah. it, I think it's, it's kind of a fun thing because you're doing the same thing as the invaders as well yep that's kind of an interesting thing and so like you'd play I figure you'd play relatively high ranking people within the organisation yeah you have the, to because 
And they're not going to give one of these husks to anyone. I figure at least one of you has to be a dwarf. It doesn't have to be, but well, like it would make sense good. because if, if if the dwarves built and operate the machinery, it's it, it strikes me that even if they're not necessarily in charge, they definitely have a big stake in keeping things going. Yeah, thinking at dwarf, I, I think it'd be an inter- interesting to have elves there as well, having like elf town within a dwarven arcology. Yeah, be quite nice. They just sort of grown stuff over the dwarven stone. Well, it's, it's all like pot plant druids. <laughs> Wait, sorry, sorry, sorry. Window box druids. Bonsai druids. Bonsai druids. Um, now classes. So bard. Bard. And and like we're in agreement. Well, perhaps, perhaps maybe maybe not in agreement. But the idea is that you get access to class powers when you put on the suits. Yeah, the the suits are what do it. That's kind of like your combat juju, or maybe like. Because I, I quite like the idea that when you fight things, if you fought one of these monsters outside of the suits, you'd get rinsed instantly. Yeah, well, you wouldn't be able to hurt it. It would just shiver, and a thousand nanometer-wide needles would just penetrate your heart, and you'd die. Yeah. But they let you fight this stuff, so I guess like you could use your other abilities versus, say, like those horse-riding orcs or the tree ants or whatever. Yeah. But it, it's, kind, it's kind of a scaling thing, as it were. So we've got bards. I'm feeling fighter. Fighter's fine. Fight. Well, it's not very exciting, but it could be no, quite useful. But I'm feeling can, like like they come up. Can you imagine a, a scenario a scenario where the, a fighter isn't useful? All right, you know what? Well, let's cut them then. Let's, but then, so nobody can fight now. Everyone can fight. Let's let's. I mean, everyone gets a base attack bonus, as it were. Let's put them to one side for a second and have okay. a look at the other classes. Okay. Rangers, definitely rangers. They're mobile. They're shooty. They've got that whole nature thing going on. They've got the whole nature thing going on. I don't think they get animal companions anymore. I don't remember. Did they? I don't know. I don't... Oh, fuck, I don't remember. God, it's been so long. Jesus. But, like, I, I like at that point, you have a secondary husk which follows you around and, 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 and obeys your commands. Yeah, a thrall husk. Yeah, thrall husk. I like that. Do the dwarves have any sort of technology? Do the dwarves have, like, exosuits as well? Have they built power armour? I I think I I don't think so, mm. uh, because otherwise, why would they need all the husks? They just use the dwarven ones. Maybe, maybe the dwarven ones don't work super well, or they're very old, or they're very rare. I just kind of like the idea that you've got, <clears throat> for want of a better way of putting it, a generic fantasy setting. Yes, which you, and yeah. rather than a dragon turns up, aliens turn up. Yeah, that's true. Like proper sci-fi aliens. Yeah. Okay. Rangers, bards, paladins. How's God doing in this? What's God up to? It hasn't really been mentioned. Is there, like, is there gods? I don't know. I, I mean, yes. But in the same way that there are gods in our world. What, Spire? Oh, you no, mean... Our sorry, world. In, right, yeah. In the so, so we're not talking miracles here? No. Okay. So no miracles. So the gods have gone. Or they just operate like they do in our world, where yeah, people okay. revere them and don't do anything. Okay, cool. Uh, let me just crack out my PHP for a sec. Okay. Warlock. Uh, well, that kind of works with... You've made deals with the powers beyond the stars, so you can yeah. deal with the hive mind. Yeah, and like, and like, how, how far can you push it? Not that this game has that sort of mechanic. No. But you are, you are understanding this new energy source. Yes, and gaining power from it. Right, I've picked three, you need to pick two. So sorcerers don't feel right. Like they kind of work, but they don't well, feel cool within the, the system. They don't communicate to the setting. Yeah, 
uh, wizard does because that's learning new ways of manipulating the hive. Yeah, and also just like I assume magic exists. Yeah, sure. So like, you can still do magic. Yeah. So wizard, wizard, warlock, ranger, bard, and Ooh, I kind of I kind of want to put in barbarian. Hmm. Interesting. Why's that? Because they're not straight fighters. Yeah. Um, and it strikes me that risky fighting is the way to go with these husks. Plus it would look rad as fuck. Uh-huh. Yeah. So at least he's tankless and healerless, which is tricky. Well, that's fine. I mean, you've got uh, the ability to... Maybe the husks can regenerate wounds better than you. Like you've got mm. two layers of hit points. So, like, D&D is built in such a way that it expects you to have an cleric in the party. Yeah. So I quite like the idea of, of being, like kind of fixing that one by saying listen everyone gets a cure light wounds potion which is their nano machine stitching them back together and you can activate it just as a, as a swift action on your turn you get one per day yeah and I mean what you can do is at zero hit points your husk is dead you're not oh that's kind of fun. oh shit and then you get out yeah your husk is dead lose three levels <laughs> yeah yeah oh, it's level oh. level drain and then you're on the battlefield in your in your in your Oh, I quite like the idea of, of like of of your um of your exosuit rep- representing levels. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of rad because that means you can still take part, but it's going to be super hard to do anything. Yeah, and, and you, you've you got to be more cunning, really, and yeah. well, yeah. maybe you do have a gun, but what's a gun going to do? Well, I've got, well, like, sorry, like a crossbow. I figure like you can still shoot these things with crossbows. Yeah, but it's a huge swarm. You know, mm. you're not smashing fire. it apart I as far as a husk. Fire, wouldn't you? Yeah. But you can yeah. still affect things, you just need to be more cunning and more environmentally more, based. More OSR, as it were. Yeah. Now, I guess the um, the campaign I'd be interested in running in this one is, we're going to go and stop the hive. Yeah. First off, we need to get this, um, the, the, the dwarven mobile city breaks down, so we've got to repair that. And then there's like, the dwarven elders come forward and they're like, well, howdy, boys, because they're all southern dwarves. Well, had I was a wandering, I was thinking perhaps we could go and defeat the hive. And the other guy's like, well, I ain't gonna go defeat no hive. I'm gonna run away from the hive. And so you have to um, understand which is the better idea and persuade them, and then eventually go and crash this dwarven city into the hive and burn the fucking thing down. Or, or you've got to get somewhere. You've got to get the city to a safe zone. Oh, that's a nice idea. So, like, so oh, you've got. Oh, Chris, I've got it's it, gonna. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Actually, sorry, you had it as well. What was, what no, was it? No, no, carry on. The elves are safe. Yep, there you go. The elves are fine. They are in magical forests far beyond the far beyond the seas or far beyond wherever, and the elves are absolutely peachy keen. They've got access to interdimensional technology, and they're just all they're in the beach dimension. Yep. And so we have to try and get to Elf Town. Yeah. So you can have like the campaign each each session is a day. I quite like the idea that it's going to be a year's worth of travel there, and each each session yeah. is say um, two weeks. Yeah, it's a fortnight. Oh, that's kind of fun. I like that. All right, that well, there you go. That that was episode one, episode zero. Yes, I quite. I, I'd sign the fuck up for that. <laughs> yeah, imagine that being on a con list. Oh god, yeah, man. See, I'm, I'm kind of worried we're just giving away all of our best ideas because we could probably squeeze another Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Um, if you um, if you if you enjoyed this, please let us know. Uh, if you didn't enjoy it, also please let us know. Although you're probably not listening, you're probably not listened this far if you didn't enjoy it. Uh, if you have any ideas for random seeds you'd like to send in, we'd love to build a. I'd like to get some sort of more random way of determining settings than just the inevitable exoskeletons that this one throws up. <laughs> <laughs> they are all too common. They're great. Mech suits, man. Every game. Overclocked mech suits. Have you got any chance? You made me not put them in Spire. Yeah, I did. So I, I need to make up for it. If you like what we've been doing uh, with Making Worlds and with the regular HDF content, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash heartydicefriends and potentially give us a little bit of money, help us out there. We like the money. We do like the money. Or you can reach us on Twitter at HDF Podcast. You can also send us an email at heartydicefriends at gmail.com. Uh, if you also like, if you end up playing in these worlds or something, we'd fucking love to hear about that. Well, yeah. if, you, if you have any additional ideas, you want to chat about them. Um, great. I mean, the great thing if you want to chat about them, we have a Discord, um, and so that if, if you if you join up on the Patreon, that's a really good place to come and chat about the podcast. That's us for now. Thank you very much, and we will see you later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>